What's going on? You're tuning in to Terry TV, and today I have an old friend of mine named Jonathan Pasqua. Um, been keeping up with him and seeing what he's up to. I've been seeing his posts on Instagram and really am enjoying the artwork that he's made. And uh, it's our first time connecting in over, I don't even know, 10 years, maybe, maybe more. Um, we went to elementary school together and um, we weren't the closest friends, but we were friends and we knew of each other. And, um, you know, just kind of nice to catch up with someone. And I wanted to introduce him. He's doing really good for himself. Um, he's pursuing art and he's going to school for it, as I understand. And I just can't wait to hear his story. So without further ado, here's Jonathan and Michael's podcast right now. <laughs> so thank you, Jonathan, for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming out to Emeryville and uh, just being here and being able to take the time out of your day and come and visit me and see me. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's really exciting, actually. Happy to get the opportunity to talk to you again. Well, this is one of my first and many more, you know, interviews that I want to do with different people that we've, we've grown up with. And it's it's nice to see you again. You know, you look healthy. It feels good to be able to communicate with you. It's kind of like one of those friendships where it's like no time is lost, where it's like, I feel like right when we got back together, we saw each other. It was like, oh, you know, it's nice to see you again, you know? Well, it felt like five years has passed almost yeah. and that time lapse. But I know it's longer than that, but it's still nice to talk to you again. I remember we were... Yeah, I mean, what what's the last memory that you have of us being, you know, being in the same school, or what? What was it? I remember I got in, I got in trouble with um, our third grade teacher, Miss Jenny, because I wasn't the most well behaved child. And I remember <laughs> you were, we were like lining up for something. I can't remember what it was. Probably recess or something. Something like that. And like you were in front of me, and I was just being a dumb kid. And I just got in trouble for it. And I still remember those little red light, green light punishment card things. Oh, yeah. I always got I forgot away. about that. And if you had too many of them, you wouldn't oh, you'd get in trouble, yeah. right? You'd, I, you'd I, be able to do certain things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was a victim of that, obviously. Always red light everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what do you think it was? Do you think it was just you liked, you just couldn't sit still? I mean, because I know that was my issue. Like, it was hard for me to just sit in a classroom and behind a desk. That... That plays a big factor, but also just because maybe I got lazy and didn't want to do any of the work. Obviously, I spent my time drawing as a kid, mm -hmm. so that probably got me in trouble, which I understand why she did it, but still. Right. They had a curriculum they exactly. needed to follow, and you were like, I'm doing this, and I don't care what else is being taught right now. Exactly. Like, yeah. Even then, I know I could put in the work. I just didn't want to because it didn't interest me at that time. Sure. I mean, fair enough. I mean, and that kind of leads into where I wanted to go with this whole podcast and this conversation was like you know i'm seeing what you're doing the reason i reached out to you is because i saw that you're making some i mean respectfully dramatic artwork you were doing some really cool stuff some stuff i've never seen anywhere before and you're someone that i grew up with and know Thank you. so i was like i really respect what you're doing i don't fully understand like why you're doing it and everything and that's kind of one of why i wanted to talk to you about it because i'm like I want to know your passion behind it and i know we kind of talked off the microphone before the uh the podcast about you know how you started in it you got into the book fairs and you were you were picking up what was it pokemon magazines and yeah, stuff like that and you pokemon. were you were drawing that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. i i shared with you that i was into the car magazines and i was drawing tracing cars out and you know figuring out that kind of situation and then ended up going down the path of trying to work at a car dealership and that didn't work out so i was you know i came back and kind of figuring out more stuff now um but yeah go into that a little bit about your story how you how you started out and like where you're at now yeah um 
So I'll just reiterate what you said. As a kid, my favorite thing was going to book fairs. I still remember going there, picking, begging my parents to get me a Pokemon drawing book or anything that suits my interest, whether it be Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, anything. I just enjoy the process of tracing mm-hmm. because, like, as a kid, you don't really start off the best. Every, everyone knows that. You just start off slow, which is what I did. I started off slow because that interested me more than my actual schoolwork. And I didn't realize what I wanted. that's what I wanted to do until, like, later on in life. In fact, in high school, um, I did, like, a ceramics a ceramics class. That subconsciously kind of drew, um, driven my spark in art a little bit further. But, yeah, most of my work in the beginning was just for fun. Mm-hmm. Like every artist, you learn how to have fun with whatever, whatever you do. And then further along the line, you develop, like, what you actually want to do to find your actual voice in the arts. So for me, mine was my artwork, which you've generously mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, it is shocking, but it's a lot of social political work. Okay. I'm starting to see that now as an artist. And how I want to go about it, it's I'm trying to go into two directions, one social political and one about my own cultural heritage. Okay. Because... Growing up, um, I didn't know much about my own cultural heritage, and that kind of affected me a little bit because since my culture is, I don't want to say watered down, but it's more of pushed away. Okay. Like, if you look at what we were taught in history, it's always the one side of U.S. history. Sure. So you Absolutely. don't really learn about the other cultures during that same exact time period mm-hmm. until you pursue it later on in life, let's say college, or somehow you just want to look into history a little bit and you do your own research. Okay. So that kind of what led me to my art now. It's I've done a couple of portraits. One is about me. It's called A Culture Ignored. It's how I've, usually how I felt of me being blinded to my own culture because I don't know that much. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm trying to explore about my own little heritage. But at the same time, my work is also social political in a sense of what it's like to be a, let's say, Asian American. And I'm also first generation, so that plays a whole factor into my social political work and what, how hard it's been, honestly, as far as economically and socially so on and so forth okay well that's a lot deeper than i imagined you know Mm -hmm. and i definitely respect that respect that to the the most i can um so it's just i love learning about that you know i'd love to learn more about it and work with you and i know i mentioned initially that you know i saw your art and i thought it was beautiful and i didn't really understand what it was you know what was it was about so it's it's nice to actually hear that now and to understand like what it is actually about like what you're actually doing and um so from that point I, my mom just walked in the apartment here we're doing a podcast right now this oh, is sorry. this hi. is my friend jonathan from elementary school oh hi how are you we went, yeah we went to elementary school together and i invited him out to do a podcast oh cool have some snacks thank you <laughs> but yeah we're gonna do our podcast we're just okay. talking about some stuff um, so yeah, that was a feature of my mother. Uh, he's either in the bathroom or he's downstairs working on his car. He wasn't at his car. He went to the gym. Okay. 
so yeah okay. so um to get back on topic what we were talking about was um jonathan's art and you know the behind the scenes of how you grew up how how everything has affected you living in america being a first generation um you know and i can't even start to imagine that because i have no idea what that could even be like or mean uh so it's definitely something that's very interesting to me and it's something that uh i would love to learn more about and talk to you about and um it's it's really really cool what you're doing and um if you guys haven't checked him out what is your instagram what if you if you care to share if you want people to see yeah. what you're doing let me pull it up because i can't just I can't read it off at the top of my head. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. We got to get some good marketing here. So that way you get some more followers and Thank see you. what other people are seeing. It's crazy 22 John. Crazy 22 John. And there's no hyphens or anything mm -hmm. like that. All right. And that's Instagram? Instagram, yeah. And then are you posting anywhere else or are you just um, on Instagram mostly? Just, just Instagram. Okay. Just because I think it's a nice platform just to start off. Plus sure. I have a lot of art friends there. So yeah, some know me there, no, it's so awesome. it's just easier. Okay. And so what would you say your favorite piece of artwork, artwork is right now that you've done? Ooh, that's hard. I guess... The one that stands out the most, I guess. Not your favorite, but the one that stands out the most. Probably the self-portrait of me, just because I always hated doing portraits. But mm -hmm. doing, some, doing a self-portrait and incorporating my views and practices behind it just... It made me really look at myself and how I would want to pursue my myself as one a person too as an artist. Sure. So I've come to terms with that, especially for people nowadays that don't have a lot of self confidence. Doing a portrait seems scary because mm. you can ask any anyone, anyone that draws, anyone who paints. Some of them love doing portraits, but none of themselves. So right. it's real. It's a really interesting thing. Wow. If you do a self-portrait, you have to be, one, content with yourself and your own view, two, mm -hmm. of your own practice, too, as well. Wow. I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. How do you think you gained your confidence and <laughs> your ability to, you know, do that? Because, I mean, I know for myself, just to try to relate, in a sense, is my self-confidence was, you know, obviously it's a continuous something you're working on because you're always worried about what th someone thinks about you. And then, you know, I at least I try to feed my mind with, like, I don't – my – other people's opinions are none of my business. You know, I need to know that I love myself. I have my own opinion about myself. And, you know, as long as I'm doing the right thing in my eyes and I'm not hurting anyone or jeopardizing anyone else, then, you know, those people can have their opinion. So how would you say you gained your self-confidence? Ooh, that's, that's a hard one. I had to really look back on that one. But I'm just going to throw it back and just what you said. Um, like you said, you are your own worst critic. Mm -hmm. I take that to heart because, you know, I'm one of those people that don't have a lot of self-confidence. But I think now, and just looking back, uh, when you're younger, of course, you don't have that self-confidence. And as you go on, it's nice to practice some form of gratitude. Whether it's something you did today, something you do tomorrow, or the people that you have around your life. So I guess that plays a fact factor into it, I guess. It's like looking yourself in the mirror. Right. Of course, the first thing you're going to say is, why the hell do I look like this? Instead of, you know what? This ain't bad. Right. So it's those small changes. The self-talk that you have with yourself. Exactly. Yeah. That kind of um, makes you grow, makes you think, makes you grateful. Well, like we were saying off, off air, you know, you are your own worst critic. You're mm -hmm. going to judge yourself 
harder than anyone else will judge you. Exactly. And you're going to assume things about what other people think about you that's not even true. Um, so I definitely think gratitude, practicing that is big, really big. And I mean, um, just from my story, I know I started practicing gratitude and understanding the power of positive thinking, the power of self-talk when I was really young in life, um, you know, probably around like 15 or so. And I was really starting to understand it a lot more. And I think I like as a kid, I always had like a natural ability and I never really second guessed or really thought too much about myself. It was just more of like having fun. And then as you get older, you start to think about those things more. You start comparing yourself to others. Why does he have armpit hair and I don't have armpit hair yet? Yeah. Or those little things, you know what I mean? Like, But even then you started off strong and practicing that from like a younger age. Yeah, but I not a lot of people I, have that. Yeah. Or that yeah. ability or that knowledge to pursue that kind of understanding. Yeah, and I respect that because that's something I wish I would have practiced when I was younger. Yeah, but how would you know to practice that? You know what I mean? Exactly. If you don't have the right mentors, if you don't have the right, you know, anyone in your life to show you, hey, this is what you should be focusing on. And I think there's a lot more attention on it now with, you know, more generations to come. I think that's mental health is becoming a way bigger thing than it used to be when we were oh, kids. Yeah. And I see that more and more and I'm so happy for it. And I want to be able to help in that space as much as I can because just depression runs wild in the community, um, you know, and like just thinking bad about yourself, you know, the self-talk that you have, you are going to, you're the only, what I heard, I, I can't take credit for this quote, but you are like the only person you're going to be with for the entirety of your life. So you'd be nice to yourself. You know what I mean? You're like, you can have boyfriends, you can have girlfriends, you can have mom, dad, sister, brother, cousins, aunts, uncles, whatever, but you have to understand that you're your own person that you're the only person you're going to be with for your entire life every single day all the time that's true i i that's 100 percent true and i even think now when you said um mental health awareness is now being more talked about mm -hmm. especially in schools which i'm really happy about um i started i didn't really start noticing that until uh let's say junior senior year is when uh, mental health was started bring in into the discussion mm -hmm. but that's only outside of school so i also think the lack of resources and saying hey if you have trouble go to you know this place this place this place sure. here are these resources i think the lack of resources played a good part of my you know let's let's say let's say self-view can't really think of the good yeah. word for it but even even then, it's it sucked back then because you had to find those resources yourself. It wasn't just given to you. Mm -hmm. Now it's literally everywhere. It's, right in front it's, of you. it's great. I'm happy for that. Absolutely, and that's a big change that we definitely needed. Mm -hmm. I think you know, as you know, my dad passed away when I was in seventh grade, and so a lot of those resources were opened up to me at a very young age because of that situation you know and i had obviously good mentors in my life i had people that wanted to see me succeed and help me out and um and a lot of all my dad's friends you know they all stepped in and they were trying to help as many as as much as they knew how to you know what i mean and um i got connected with counselors i got connected with uh grief therapy and that was huge you know and people kind of shy away from therapy or whatever you know because they think of that as being something whatever people's opinion is on that is pretty much a bag stigmatized yeah exactly but i think that it was one of the best things i did for myself and it's not going to be the same for everyone but i've always been you know very outspoken i very 
I'm very vocal. I'm very always been like, just like wanting to be the spotlight, wanting to be the center of attention, kind of like, you know, as you were talking about, you know, troublemaker, I wanted to be the troublemaker too. I wanted to stand out. I wanted to make sure people knew who I was, you know what I mean? And I think I made good impressions and bad impressions and, and that's just how it goes. But that whole situation led me down the path of personal development and led me down a path of like, let me find out who I am. And what I started doing was starting to do this, like podcasting, making videos, writing things down, having a journal um, to express my thoughts, my feelings. And that's what the counselors encouraged me to do. You know, I could sit there and talk to them about all this stuff, but it's like getting it down on paper, getting it out on video, help me more. I'd rewatch it. I wouldn't necessarily post everything. I mean, I didn't post anything for years before when I was starting to make it because I just, I was my own worst critic. I didn't think it would help anyone else out or I didn't see the significance in sending it to other people, but it helped me. And it was like, wow, I was able to open up this different part of my brain where I was like, all right, like I need to do this. This is helping me. After I got it out, I felt better. I was like, all right, you know, I feel good about myself. Like that was a good experience. Like I'm glad that I spoke about that or whatever it was. And I think the more I did that, the more I wanted to help and see the need. Other people don't have that. And they, they don't know where to go or they don't know what kind of conversations to have. Um, they don't know what's really bothering them. And that's huge because, you know, depression is crazy in in America for sure. And a lot of men and women deal with it on a day-to-day basis and they don't deal, they don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how who to ask for help. They don't know how to ask for help. They don't even know what is wrong with them. They just feel down and out, you know? Yeah, but that's one of the things I respect that you're you are more vocal. You do write these things down. You do make these podcasts. And for someone, let's say someone like myself, doing something like that is completely, completely a mystery for me, something I wouldn't even begin to touch. Because since you have that vocalization, that ability to go on, go live, do all that stuff, for, for me at least, I'm not speaking for everyone, for me, it's kind of hard for me to vote voice my opinions like how you do which i respect so that's why i kind of find art in a way therapeutic so if i can't express myself i know there's another different way that i can do it okay and that's how i that's how i like being myself as a person if i can't speak about it i will make something that will have my opinions my own voice and everything that will pour my blood sweat and tears into Mm -hmm. and the thing with i i'd like to say it kind of goes into the realm of art therapy. Okay. Have you heard about that before? Uh, heard about that before? It does play a lot into a lot of psychology, how people voice their opinions of their own artwork, whether it's something creative or doing a podcast, for example. Yeah. It gets a lot of their voices inside their head out. Right. No, so, I see that with your artwork for sure. And mm-hmm. like you're saying, there's different things that different that people can do differently. Like, mm-hmm. like you're, you're saying, like, doing podcasts and stuff would not be something that you would necessarily pursue. You respect it, but you know, art is your form of expressing yourself is your form. And like we were talking off camera too, my brother is making music. That's his form of expressing himself, his form of getting his feelings and emotions out there. And I'm sure it differentiates day to day. You feel a different emotion, you make a different piece of art or you make a different piece of music or you have a different subject in the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I, I love to see how that can all correlate together and be like, okay, well, this is all our own expressions, and it's just figuring out your little niche on what is the best way for you to express yourself. And I exactly. and I respect the hell out of that yeah. for sure. 
Like even for your brother, since he does make his own music, right? If he said YouTube making a song right now, I wouldn't know what the hell to do. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, I don't even know the first step. You exactly. know, on the program, <laughs> I don't. You know, I could, I can't even play guitar. I can't play any instruments. I mean, we played the uh, flute in elementary school a little that's bit. That's as far as it's gonna. That go yeah, <laughs> yeah. I might try to learn guitar again. I don't know, but yeah, the flute. I don't even know how to play that anymore. I couldn't play that if I wanted to. I vaguely remember like hot cross buns. That's, that's the only that's one. It. Like do do do. Like just a three fingers. Yeah. I could play Guitar Hero. I could play the hell out of video games. You <laughs> but know, if someone Rock said make me a song out of a guitar, you're like, I wouldn't know what to do. No, I was sitting there. I was somewhere the other day, and there was a grand piano, and I started like strumming on some of the keys, and it sounded good. I was like, oh shit, like I kind of know what I'm doing. And I was like, no, I have no idea what any of this means. You know, I could make a song out of this, and I, so it makes me respect it a lot more. But it's also like that's people's way of expressing themselves some people are more natural at it some people aren't but they know that that's what they need to do to express themselves but even then you can still push yourself to gain some form of understanding right that's what like i'm saying if you sit down with your brother and ask him how to do it mm -hmm. it'd be a great learning tool because you sure. know everyone's learning at something i mean i'm even learning in my own practices to do anything and everything yeah. Just because I'm doing painting doesn't that doesn't mean it's my area of expertise. Well, you don't want to put a like a roadblock in front of yourself. I'm exactly. like, this is I'm just putting myself in this box, and this is all I'm gonna do. And this, yeah, yeah. like learn something new. For yeah, me, personally, I tried experimenting with resin. Okay. Yeah, you know, just learning how to do stuff with the resin. I mean, I might. I don't think I'll pursue anything with it. Well, expand. Nice. I expand on that. What is? I don't know. Understand what is resin? Resin is like this weird. Damn, how how am I? How can I? When I think of resin, I'm thinking of like residue from. No, not that. It, okay. It's like this weird liquid that kind of crystallizes okay. anything, it becomes like a hardened material. Like, think of jello. Think yeah. of like jello, but a little more harder and denser. Okay. So it's just like people do artwork with resin. It makes this nice, shiny, clear coat. Some people um, encapsulate, encapsulate, can't, can't talk. It's like okay. random <laughs> stuff into resin. Yeah. Which is like. Let's let's say you took this chip and just put it in this glass and put resin around. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know exactly all, what yeah. you're talking about it's, now. It's, it's like like that. people can like pour resin on something and make like a tabletop out exactly. of it or like yeah. a countertop. Yeah, yeah. I've seen so, something like that. Yeah, it's very common like woodworking and stuff. Something yeah. I would never. Do well, yeah, I've stuff. seen that with like pieces of wood that they use resin in between the mm -hmm. pieces and then fuse yeah. it all together, and that's like a table, and that's exactly. badass. Yeah. I was like, I want one of those in my house. Yeah, God, that stuff is expensive. Oh, I bet. It well, is. it's probably there's more of a, a want for it now that people are seeing those kind mm -hmm. of pieces of art come together and like, dude, exactly. I could make a whole business doing just that. I just got these two big balls. That alone was like sixty dollars. Wow. Yeah, it is expensive. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's something fun to do. I'm sure when you yeah. get the opportunity to do that. Some, yeah, something fun for yourself is something, in, even if it's something new, still, as long as you have fun doing it. For sure. So, so do you do you have, like, a community of people that you do this with, or is this kind of solo? This is just kind of solo right now. Okay. Um, but I was fortunate enough to do, uh, meet more art students like myself, um, do live painting, do art events within the SF State community nice. and the art department. I'm very fortunate and to expand my practice and my knowledge about that field is something I would never trade for anything in the world. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, man. That's Thank really you. cool. I'm really happy to hear that about you. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time and I, yeah, I don't want to make people listen to a long, <laughs> long podcast, but I definitely want to have you on the show again if you're open to it and, yeah. and talk more. 
Um, but what do you think your next step is? What's your next pursuit? Like, how? What are you gonna do from here? Um, well, my next step—that's a hard—that's a hard one that I really have to think about. One, I want to expand my own practice and the work that I've been doing without my own voice mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But secondly, I would probably pursue grad school, maybe maybe becoming a credential teacher, maybe work in a museum. Who knows? Okay. I'm just ex- I'll you're just exploring right now. Yeah. And you're going, you said you're going to San Francisco mm-hmm. for college right now? Yeah. I'm Are you sure. doing courses at, at school or online, or how is that working? Kind of both. I'm actually graduating this semester. Okay, nice. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. When's graduation? Is that coming up, right? Oh, yeah, that's... Right around the corner. Yeah, 27th, actually. Wow. Yeah, because I know my girlfriend's sister is graduating, I think, like, right around the same date. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations for you, man. It's really awesome Thank to see you, you again and have you on the show. And then what was your Instagram one more time so people could follow you? Crazy22John. Crazy22John. Is J-O-N or J-O-H-N? J-O-N. J-O-N. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, you guys go follow him. Check out some of his artwork. Um, he has amazing stuff. And I know we were talking about doing something. Maybe we could do something on T-shirts or do some sort of prints because I'd, obviously, I'd honestly want to have some – piece or something like that in my collection if i could you know have it yeah. on the wall or you know i want to support my friends and i want to see you succeed and grow your thing and and maybe start a business doing it and see where you go with that because i think that's that's definitely awesome and it's definitely very respectable so yeah. different day for a different topic right exactly <laughs> and then you're you're obviously probably you know promoting more people to think about doing art or different things and you could be um lighting someone's fire right now by talking creative, about your story creative thinking is all part of it yeah absolutely mm-hmm. well thank you i really appreciate you have being out here today co- taking the trip out here to emeryville and and coming to the house and uh doing a podcast with me sorry for the interruptions but i think it was cool no it's fine that's, yeah. it adds to the story thank you again for having me yeah absolutely it. it's genuine you know and it, yeah. i definitely want to see you succeed and i definitely will keep in touch with you and and we'll just kind of see how things go from here but yeah, yeah. Please do. thank you guys uh for listening in and if you liked it please go ahead and like subscribe and share this with other people i know other people want to need to hear this kind of stuff and it could help someone else out uh, pursue their creative passion so thank you guys and until next time peace out